0: It does look good in a weird, disgusting kind of way. Hmm. Well, it's, it's octopus. Octopus is good. It's cooked. It's not like it's still squirming. God we, ha- oh. God, we have to watch Old Boy so bad. Hey, guys. Yeah, that's right. I knew it was on. Didn't care. This is a continuation of part one of Garrison Keillor's Prairie Home Companion. So, as musings of girls becoming women in short order fade, Vincent views Mia's overdosed dummy of a bod lying motionless on the floor with what I can only assume is Quaker oatmeal foaming from her mouth. So, not my cousin Vinny begins to panic and so does the one and only thing his drug-addled brand gives him as an option. Let's go ahead and drive your newly-keyed Malibu back to the house you had previously been that day to purchase the horse with no name. Well, no name aside from... Mr. Horsey heroin funny face drugs I like do heroin drugs Mr. Horsey. Continuing the night's perfect game of not giving a fuck, Vinny Vinny Bobinny uses drug dealer Jesus' garage door as a makeshift breaking mechanism. With enough success, I guess. Jesus, hearing the commotion, remembers the seconds before his best customer rang his home phone, screeching in a most panicked tone about an ODing girl. He remembers how each sweet, crunchy bite of cereal felt between his molars. The same serial that's now facing the fate of forgotten, soggy, refuse. He remembers the cartoon that was doing its due diligence to bring him a grown man that looks exactly like Jesus. Joy and laughter. The very same cartoon that will now trot on, unnoticed, as all jokes and japes go unappreciated. Failing at a cartoon's sole purpose. No. Jesus Christ of latter-day heroin dealing lives in this new reality now. He now exists solely in the only reality, in an infinite number of realities, where a grown man sporting a ponytail carried in the ODing wife of a terrifying crime lord and plopped her, smack dab, into the middle of his responsibility. With the newfound information that this is the very same Mia Wallace who shares the last name with Marcellus Wallace through promise rings or some shit, he's invigorated into what can only be described as a handy dandy helper. Removing adrenaline syringes from his refrigerator, which he likes to keep in stock like any self-respecting drug pusher, he instructs Mr. Vega to undo the top of Mia's shirt and draw, with a black felt-tip pen, a circle over the best guesstimation of the location of her blood pump and muscle. With a humorous repartee of finger-pointing and next-time promises, Mr. Street Fighter's Vega accepts responsibility for both the plunging stabbing motion and Miss Mia Wallace's well-being. Then, with a blink-and-you'll-miss-it breastplate-popping movement, the deed is done. In what couldn't possibly be even a sixteenth of a shake of a lamb's tail, Miss Mia Wallace is brought back, like so many Frankenstein's monsters, to life. Mr. Vivance does the right thing, and instead of making that thieving Miss Mia Wallace fend for herself on the walk home, gives his now crumpled and saddened Malibu one last chance to make a good first impression. And he delivers Miss Marcellus Wallace once again to her opulent home, doorway. With knowing stares and sheepish glances, Vincent suggests that the night that he was assigned would be better left a two-party secret. Miss Uma Thurman agrees, knowing the consequences that would be in wait for her if tales of that foggy, crazy evening should ever reach the ears of Ving They part ways, both knowing with absolute certainty that if circumstance and timing were different in many different ways, they could have both been happy. They could have both been complete. But loyalty has loyal in it for a reason. Having loyalty means that the greater good is no longer an option. Having loyalty means that whomever that loyalty is owed holds the only opinion that has a chance of existing at all. It means that they can both have only one action that they can even control at the end of this night of nights. They can both go to their respective beds. They can both think of the other. They can both rub one out. And that's about it. And that, my wonderful intelligent listener... Is a perfectly analogous story for my first blind date. That yeah, that's what we were talking about, right? Our first blind date stories? (sighs) Sorry, it's been so long since the beginning of this stupid doodle version of writing a doodle written. Enjoy the episode I've forgotten the purpose of who uh, gets the titular death note, um, Mm -hmm. is not... Well, he's not unattractive, but he's not like a pretty boy actor like on the WB or some shit. What's it called now? The CW? I don't know. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, CW. So there's this dark-haired... Like, I... Maybe she's just at gym? But they were like cheerleading practice? I don't know. But... Like, she's smoking a cigarette, and she's so cool and stuff. But, like, I think she's supposed to be unattractive. And, um, like, she would easily be the hottest girl at any high school. Um,
1: Are you sure?
0: That girl was um, like a skinny
1: fucking Kristen Stewart-looking chicken burger.
0: Um, no. I don't
1: think I, don't she, think I she didn't was. think she was that hot, personally.
0: And that's, plus, that's cool. I mean, she, I mean, she was like 17, flavor. so still the hottest chick in any high school okay so anyway uh (laughs) welcome 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 to halloween eve that's just for us
1: yeah it is technically wait is it really
0: yeah dude remember yesterday was the 29th and then today would be
1: oh halloween next day okay I I uh, okay. I follow you now I Do you No you're push. trying to throw me off At that whole fucking You know With the It's, whole af, it's after midnight So It's technically tomorrow You gotta let it all hang out <clears throat> Sort of fucking thing Halloween Eve What the fuck the, You celebrate Halloween night Nobody celebrates Halloween day So Halloween Eve is irrelevant It's just not a fucking um, day
0: why are you such a dick, dude? Why are you such a downer?
1: Because tomorrow is awesome. Even though I'll still be in the middle of motherfucking nowhere, but...
0: And tomorrow won't be awesome. Why it's not? It's fucking Halloween, and we're not seven.
1: Do you not have a costume to go with you?
0: No, mohawk? Chris, I don't. Thank you for reminding me.
1: Pure And slackery. see, that's the best thing, Pure is slackery. if I fucking
0: walk around... I walk around with my my fucking mohawk out tomorrow. People are like, oh, hi, cool, man. You fucking cut your hair for Halloween. And I got to explain, no, it's been like this for 15 years. And it's just how I look all the time. And thanks for thinking that it was just a fucking joke for Halloween, though.
1: Dude, you live in New Orleans. You could technically walk around in a costume all day, every day. And basically nobody would say anything. But (laughs) that's the best time. I like to dress up like it. a ninja, but with, with assless chaps.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly
1: what I was about to say. With assless God. chaps, my ninja tabbies.
0: I am going to need one of our uh, great listeners out there to draw a um, a ninja wearing assless chaps, please. Because I don't think my mind is doing it justice.
1: And a cock That's See, my
0: that...
1: That's my weapon of choice.
0: Hmm. You just, all like, we, we get it right in the sweet spot, and then you just fucking kick it in the back of the head, like <laughs> just right over the line. And you just take it too far every time, Chris. Every well,
1: time. it's like my brother says, um, anything worth doing is worth overdoing.
0: You know? I thought your brother said, uh, don't forget your cock saver. No,
1: he's well. I mean, yeah. If that was one of my normal pocket items, yeah, he would. He would definitely be the one to say, "Hey, dumbass." See
0: now, you got me yelling, "Coxsaber." Do
1: you remember at nine phone? o'clock at
0: night? Okay, I got a nine-year-old and a thirteen-year-old, two rooms away from me. And I got these like. These <laughs> you Uber smoke, fucking... Get your phone. Get your smoke. Get keys.
1: Get your coxsaber. You got all your shit because we're not coming back, motherfucker. Once we once we walk out this door, that's it. It's gone.
0: Not only do I have children not far from me that can almost certainly hear every word I say. Well, it's a good thing they don't hear every word I say. Our our next-door neighbors are these, like, super-uber-conservative Christian people. Nice (laughs) kids. Like, nice kids for sure. But I'm sure they don't expect uh, on a Tuesday night to hear Coxaber.
1: Well, keep your voice down then, Jason. They can't hear me. Coxaber. I can say whatever to... I want
0: <clears throat>
1: I try except, to
0: tone it down except, a little bit except the n-word I will not tolerate it
1: well I mean I don't I don't really I don't say that word anyway
0: see I like how you were gonna say really at first cause then that's like a you know that's like a little out like might say it sometimes uh well it's different sometimes I get a pass Mm, no, see, there's no such thing as a pass. Yeah, right, you can be right. given a pass, Chris, but it's whether you take that pass or not that makes you. I don't usually. Why. I don't. I don't usually.
1: No, and, and it's not even. Never mind. We're not. We're not going to get into this. Paying,
0: we, we are already into it. We're, we're Any further into it, we're,
1: we're painting of a strange picture because <laughs> nobody actually knows why. You know, and I don't feel the need to go into okay. it.
0: Okay, let's get off the subject of Chris being racist again and introduce the show. Hi, everybody. You're listening to See No, Hear No, Speak No.
1: Um, UFOs, conspiracies, and uh, this time, non-racial murders.
0: I, I'm, I love, love, love what you just did with that there, Chris. You know what? I think UFOs, conspiracies, and murders will now officially be UFOs, conspiracies, and non racial murder. I like it. Well I sometimes like it, it might
1: be though. I mean, you know, there have been people that have, you know, died for other reasons or killed for reasons like right, that. Right, so. right, right,
0: right. Ooh, I can't wait to to really take on the KKK. Ooh Wow. It's gonna be fun. Really? I, I remember a... Is uh, that, like, an aspiration that you have? This Is this, this, like, something you've thought
1: about doing, really?
0: I just want to, like... I like, mean... Ride by... I want to ride by in a van real fast, past, like, a KKK meeting, with, like, me out, like, the big sliding door on the side, uh, and just, like, like, be helicoptering my dick at him the whole time.
1: That would be hilarious. I will totally drive.
0: Okay, good. Do you have a van? No, but we can rent one. Can I... Can you get, like... A flatbed on your truck that I could stand on and uh, and do a little no pants dance.
1: I drive a flatbed truck. I mean, already I drive a, a truck with a flatbed trailer already.
0: Couldn't so. you have just said yes?
1: Well, sure. Yes, I could. But have, you had to take, take it a
0: step further. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm right? already qualified
1: mm-hmm. to do that. So yes, we mm-hmm. could do that, and it, and you would be safe. As long as we can somehow strap your feet to the deck, so nothing, you know. You
0: won't how go am I going to moonwalk if my feet are strapped to the deck? It's <sighs> a good and question. How am I going to moonwalk without knowing how to moonwalk? Well, moonwalking These are the questions that are important to our generation, Chris. Moonwalking
1: and a dick helicopter at the same time is like the ultimate pat in your tummy, rubbing your belly. Uh, pat, see, you I imagine? can't even say it. in your head, rubbing your tummy. So
0: <laughs> like maybe, well, I mean, I'd probably have to cheat a little bit. Like maybe do the helicopter with my hand on it, and then while I was moonwalking, you know? it, it might and, be uh,
1: physically possible though. No, like if you if you give like uh, in my head, I can see it as like if you give like a nice little thrust in between each glided step, perhaps you can get the proper motion and momentum going for it to you know start. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, you, I, you know what? I think you're right. And if not, we can always like strap a bottle rocket to it. Man,
1: I, I would love to see this video. Um, so I'd need to know if this is possible. But I personally have never been able to moonwalk.
0: See no, hear no, speak no pod at gmail dot com. <laughs> Just write in your subject line. Hey, I'm a fucking weirdo, and I got what Chris needs. <laughs>
1: I, Chris needs a lot. Chris is actually pretty easy to please and uh, easy to buy well, for, easy to fucking talk to. We don't need a lot. Not easy to offend. Um, no.
0: No, we, uh, we're, we offend pretty hard, actually. I take not like not like, not like you and I offend others uh, harshly. No. But it takes a lot to, to make us blush, I would think. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Case yeah. in point...
0: How's this for making you blush? We didn't tell the people our name last week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They and had no now idea. now we are, we are nine and a half minutes into this podcast. We've spent five minutes talking about me dick helicoptering the KKK. Uh-huh. And I haven't even told the people, hi, my name's Jason Rambo. And I'm Chris Barrius. you know? You know what's funny, though? Is I don't think that we uh, we ever really do that.
1: <laughs> Sometimes we do, like we did in the first couple episodes. I think we've I think we've just kind of had enough to talk about and just bullshit and bullshit and then just forgot in
0: a couple. I think we were more worried about structure on our first couple episodes. That's true. We were more worried about. Hmm. I think I want the show to sound like this, and and then this will tra- this will happen here, and um, <laughs> that's you, Chris. <laughs>
1: I am a fairly well-liked,
0: um... <clears throat> Would you say now you're fairly well-liked? Because I don't think that's the case at all.
1: No, no, that's never been the case. No. I mean, I think,
0: I think tolerated, maybe? I mean, I'm a cool guy in my head,
1: but... I think
0: you're fairly well-tolerated. <laughs> that, that, that you know
1: so, I mean, that's all it's, most it, people can hope for.
0: You know, it doesn't matter what other people think, Chris, because I love you.
1: Wow, that counts for something, you know. It, it counts for yeah. something to me. I was just explaining the other day how nothing really means anything to my uh, to my lady, and uh, except
0: I, my love for you. Well, no, That's because very sweet, Chris.
1: Because the universe, you know, doesn't give a shit one way or the other. That like the the more I I really understand about Heck, your next door neighbor doesn't
0: give a shit one way or the other.
1: My next door neighbor. Yeah, somebody different
0: every night. It's your next door neighbor right now is getting head from a toothless fucking woman that has been in that parking lot since noon just saying, you know, like Wanna Party
1: And like the cigarette
0: is dangling out the corner the right corner of her mouth so bad that you just wanna be like, Ma'am, 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 your cigarette. But you can't because it's like, it's just like, it's hypnotic. It's just hanging there. And you're like, how the fuck is that even? Is it glued there? It makes my
1: eye twitch. Like, I'm like...
0: (sighs) I'm I'm seeing this woman as this poor lady that I often see uh, crossing Veterans Boulevard. Mm. um, Who is... hmm, Let's be conservative... And say she's three hundred and ninety pounds, and the nipple area of her boobies uh-huh. hang down past her waist of her shirt.
1: I wonder if there's so, a Guinness record for like, like.
0: <laughs> um, I'm sure. Lowers hanging into. So this lady runs across veter- veterans. Is a it's a busy you know, highway. Oh, yeah. And, uh, she runs across while, like, cradling her boobs like two newborns. How's she running? <laughs> under her arms. And she always looks so uncomfortable How? and out of breath.
1: How? Yeah, well, yeah. How so, is she running? This is like, she's, like, holding 20 to 40 pounds with the tits. And, and the then rest her of legs herself. are holding
0: 390 pounds. What is she doing? Like a penguin skip? Her. How the fuck? It's, um... I mean, it's a waddle. It's a penguins get, you know, uh-uh. I'm not going to lie. It's it's certainly a waddle. Um, It's not pretty. Can we leave it at that?
1: Fascinating.
0: So, that lady is blowing the dude next to you right now. All right, all right. That's what Light I love lizard about style. lizards. Yeah, I, I get see. older, they are much older than I am, and <laughs> have less teeth, too. All, all right. right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you see, you see, you get to see them out in the wild because you get to live in the city. I I get to see the ones that are stuck in the pen over here, and they I, they probably you know the, the the ones that were raised in captivity. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> excuse
0: me. They weren't the free range ones, huh?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> they I I think they see my beard and all the metal in my face and whatnot and uh and just say, don't no, even bother you. yeah they just leave me that's alone that's too
0: weird for
1: me I mean I'm completely cool with it because <laughs> it's not my thing it's just not my thing
0: hey Chris quick question uh yeah Answer. does your girlfriend listen to our show?
1: yes actually she does I, she and think I, of it? I keep telling her to, to fucking press the follow button damn it um she said so far she's only listened to the first episode and I so then she her, doesn't
0: listen to our show. I
1: keep telling her just get past that one, and she's like, "Yeah, I know, but I just... I she, well, she's going to school and she works full time and all of this, so you know." So what you're saying is she's of time, got
0: excuses,
1: basically. But she's pretty, so mm-hmm. I let her slide.
0: Well, you know what? Hmm. I'm not going to stand for it, Chris. I mean, I demand, you don't have to. If you want, I you demand can... that this relationship be terminated immediately (laughs) Uh that's harsh man i'm sorry i didn't mean that i didn't mean that what's your girlfriend's name again lex lex that's right um is it is it like uh uh, alexis or like full name alexandria Uh, alexandria Uh uh-huh i have one of those in my family she is a sweetheart so Mm. that tells me that your lex is all right too Uh
1: Well, yeah, you can go tell her, you know, what you're proposing and uh see how much of a sweetheart she is. She's
0: what that I'm proposing that she's an awesome person that I love because I love you and Oh that part, that yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll be fine okay, with that. yeah. Yeah. So uh, Chris. Yeah. We have um people are gonna hate the beginning of our shows. She's my nancy. It has been sixteen minutes. Good lord. Since we've hit record. Bullshitting. Sorry, so, kids. We are now gonna get into Pa 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 The second episode of Sid 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 and And Nancy 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 Nancy. That was interesting. Did that did that sound cool? That's interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I'll give it some. I'm gonna, of like, it. I'm
0: gonna throw some echo on there and like some reverb and stuff, man. It's gonna, it's gonna be sweet.
1: What the hell is the dude's name from Police
0: Academy? <laughs> Michael Winslow. Michael Holy Winslow. Shit. That's right. I <laughs> seriously watched. I seriously watched Police Academy two days ago. <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I made everyone here watch it, and I was the only one that laughed even once.
1: That's hilarious. Uh, okay. so I'm, I just picture
0: him in, in the space baseball uniform now oh yeah with the with the swoops and the bloops and the bleeps yeah, and the bleeps yeah. I love it uh,
1: my favorite my my, my, ap-
0: my absolute favorite part of space is when they're combing the desert and they go they go to the black guys who are afro picking the desert and ask them if they found anything and dude throws down the fucking afro pick and said man we ain't found shit and uh, for some reason, that just tickles me pink.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I still remember the first time I ever watched baseballs. My dad cracks up at that shit because he had seen it a million times before he ever showed it to me, and that's the type of humor I grew up with. Is Monty Python and and shit like you know um, National Lampoon and Mel Brooks and and all of that kind of
0: shit. So <clears throat> yeah, I'm angry at you that I had to uh, I had to help you out with Mel Brooks there, buddy.
1: No, I knew his name. I was D- getting did to
0: you it. Know? Yeah, no, I don't. Mm, of course, see, I, I, mm, I have a feeling you might have <laughs> might have said it first. No, that that's I my it.
1: dog. So I, I okay, didn't get so. to see him the last time he was in Tampa, but I really wanted to. Sometimes he comes around and does this whole like
0: Mel Brooks. Yeah. Really? Yes. What does he like? Go to dinner with people and stuff. No, no, no.
1: It's like a, it's like a it's almost like a stand up show, but it's more like you know how like, oh, so it's um, like a.
0: It's like a one-man show, like storytelling. Yeah, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, yeah. It's similar yeah. to that, and then and then he'll have like the little the little section sometimes where he'll answer questions
0: or whatever. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it really, hey, it's that's really cool. cool. Um, Chris, um, yes. sorry, fix your goddamn headphones. What the fucking <laughs> fuck, man! <laughs> Alright, how's that? I will I will be sending that microphone out, toot sweet. I swear I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. Oh, well, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's a ghost know.
1: with a machine. In the no, show? No buns, weapons, and pain punches. I didn't mean so, to. So,
0: Chris, yeah? I'm going to tell you a little story. Oh, um, well, I... I mean, technically, the second half of a story... Oh uh, yeah and, if that's and okay of are you okay with though? Oh, so you have something else
1: to say one first, last thing though because you made me listen to the album you told me to listen to the album before you said i i mean i can see why at this point in time in within the formula of what is now not that hardcore of <clears throat> like a rock I can see why their 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 sound and the way they do things is pretty
0: iconic and works. Well, yeah, they're not a they're not a Cookie Monster band. I mean, I could not handle no no punk really is, but I could not handle that voice. I couldn't couldn't handle fucking Johnny Rotten. I can't. I can't. That that whiny piercing just. I know I sound like shit, but you're going to hear it anyway? It displeases my ears so much. See, that's the whole thing about punk music, man. It's the tood. The music doesn't have to sound good. It's just got to fucking feel good.
1: I can only understand half of what he said, which doesn't really bother me because, you know, I listen to harder metal than that sometimes. So um, yeah. that wasn't a, the biggest of deals, but, you know, if they're so iconic, at this point I'm really trying to listen to it, so I'd like to be able to hear
0: the lyrics. Oh, and- all of their... All of their music is bullshit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, no, then well, I understood it just fine. Uh, <laughs> like there's, I mean, there, I guess there's Take some, some, some message. That, like fucking uh, holiday in Cambodia, um, and um, of course, fucking jerk off, jerk off, jerk off anor- anarchy in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's messages in there, but all the messages are I'm angry. Right, right. You said he yeah. died at 21. Um. Uh, see, now you're gonna make me go back in my fucking messed up... No, nah, never mind, it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't see, matter. See, nope, nope, you know what? Uh, he was born in 57, and he done did died, um, in 1979. So he was 24.
1: 24. Wow, yeah. I guess that's still young enough to be angry.
0: Yeah, that's still young enough. I'm still angry. What are you talking about? Young I enough guess. To be angry. Okay. Can I tell you about Nancy now? Please do, I'm Is sorry. this something I'm allowed to do tonight? This time. For 23 now. goddamn minutes into the show? So, tonight is the story of Nancy Spungen, which, fuck that last name, Spungin? No, no. I'm going to have to say that like a bunch, <laughs> and it feels just like I'm saying something wrong and something's going to like fly out of my throat when I say it. Anyway. Well,
1: so. say it, pronounce it differently every time and have fun with it.
0: Oh, what a wonderful idea! So Nancy was raised in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was mm, an emotionally disturbed child who was diagnosed with schizophrenia at age fifteen. Wow! Which, when you really stop to think about it, I mean, you know who who better to go along life with a uh, a destructive heroin addict than a uh, schizophrenic? Wow! After being expelled from college. I'm surprised she went to college. Really? not like I'm being a dick or nothing. I'm just like, it just seems like the cards were stacked against her.
1: I mean, I guess um, she took her medicines.
0: Or didn't. And it made her... Anyway. So, uh, like, she, she went out to London just right when, you know, the beginning of punk rock just started getting big, 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 big. big. Um, and she met who do you know who? Um, I said that weird, but who who did who did Nancy meet in London at the height of punk rock?
1: I want to say she met a young Jimmy Carr.
0: You were close. She met a young Jimmy Carter. What really? No, she met fucking Sid Vicious. You son of a bitch. Oh, Ugh. my Just second disgusting. guess was going to be John Cleese. Well, John Cleese would have been like. I don't know, forty then. Well, I didn't say yellow. Stop Josh, derailing please. me. I hate it when you do that, Chris. <laughs> um Don't overthink it, dude. So so they, they started dating, right? Um and uh you know, as wild and crazy guys and gals will do, um, their relationship was punctuated by bouts of domestic violence and drug abuse. Oh. Uh, so you know like a fun time was had by all I guess Stand and up for days will do that yeah for real and sleeping for days as well mm-hmm. uh, the press soon labeled spongin that's what I'm going with now uh, <laughs> the press labeled her nauseating Nancy <laughs> nice like they killed her right with this press like, dude
1: the cops are saying talking shit about you is one thing but the press that's a, that's that's hardcore
0: Hmm. and they called her that because of her fucking shitty behavior Um, so after the Sex Pistols broke up um, she and Sid moved to New York City that's the only way I'm going to say that from now on the whole (laughs) whole show, every time we got New York and it's New York City it's New York City Chucky Salsa give me that fucking paste picante is what I'm talking about Mm mhm mm mm-hmm. Um. and they uh, they moved to the uh, the hotel Chelsea which is like a uh, you know a big famous you know uh, rock star place noise type thing that they stay in from time to and um they did a bunch of drugs there I mean it can we just I'm gonna just go ahead and say that um, every other sentence I read, just assume that I'm saying, and they did a bunch of drugs there. Right, right. I'd, That'll yeah. save me a little time. That's safe. So, in October of 78, uh, Spoongen was found dead in the bathroom of their room. Um, she had been stabbed in the abdomen, which, Chris, I know, I, I'm gonna take it slow. The abdomen is the tummy area. Your mama. It's, it's the tum-tum, okay? Uh-huh. It's It's your crap factory. Mm-hmm. Thank you for you clarifying. Can we, can we move on? Okay, so Sid... Uh, Sid was charged with the murder because he was the only other motherfucker there. Um, but he died of a heroin o- overdose on um, February 79. So in October 78, she's found dead. February 79... He's found dead. Damn. Um, so the case didn't even go to trial yet. Um, no shit. No. No shit. Um, there's been, like, a, a bunch of different writers and, uh, like, filmmakers and, you know, all these people that speculated about <laughs> Sid's role in uh, Spoonjian's death. hmm um, And possibly that um, Spoonjian. Mm-hmm was killed by a uh a drug dealer who like you know was their drug dealer Mm -hmm. i guess but i mean because even though he was you know rich famous uh you know rock star or whatever how rich can you stay with that kind of drug habit true enough okay so just complete silence from you that's good i like when i ask you a question directly and then you just
1: oh i thought i thought it was rhetorical (sighs)
0: I mean, because not everything is rhetorical. I mean, Ever I since you learned the word the rhetorical, you've been a pain in the ass. I could
1: probably do the math, but I thought I, I just assumed you didn't want me to actually go through and tell well, you how long it would take to run through a bunch was, of money if your heroin cost this, and yada, yada, yada. I, I mean...
0: Probably about six, right? Yeah, six years. About six. Um, That's how default so let's, answer. Let's, let's go back a little bit with... Uh, with Sponge in here. I, I can't find any other pronunciations for her name in my head right now. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll be inspired later. But um, she left home at 17 and moved to uh, where else? New York City! Mm-hmm. Where she worked as a stripper and a prostitute. Probably not at the exact same time. Uh, like she probably... Anyway, um, she followed bands uh, such as Aerosmith and Bad Company, the New York Dolls, the Ramones Um, so really like she had decent taste at least you know she had a Um, nightlife
1: like she she was social she liked to boogie exactly yeah Yeah.
0: Um, in 76 she moved to London uh, possibly to win over Jerry Nolan of the Dolls and the Heartbreakers which I've never heard of the Dolls and the Heartbreakers Um, but she met the Sex Pistols instead and this is uh, 76 when she went to London, um, do you think the Heartbreakers
1: were like before Tom Petty,
0: like that? Um, that Heartbreakers? I, know what? I, I, I almost guarantee you that the Dolls and the Heartbreakers were from then on known as Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and that's a, that's a, that's a whatever the name of this show is. Fact. <laughs> that's the story, and we're sticking to it. <clears throat> That's right. So, um, so after she met the Sex Pistols, uh, uh, lead singer Johnny Rotten uh, had no interest in her whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> didn't want anything to do with her. So then she went after Sid Vicious, and ah. they soon moved in together. Um, and really, like uh, when I post this, uh, the research on uh, Facebook, I'll you know have some pictures on there as well. And uh, I mean, she was she was a good looking girl. Um, you know, she was a, a, a dirty punk rock girl, but, you know, she she wasn't without her charm, I guess. Um, so Sid was so, second choice, huh? Mm, I'd go with, like, maybe, like, 28th, maybe? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, she wouldn't be my second choice, but she... I mean, she might be my 28th.
1: No, I said Sid was her second choice in the band.
0: Oh, Sid was. Yeah. Okay, see, I was, was thinking... Anyway, uh, they had a, um, a pretty shitty relationship, right? Um, it lasted about 19 months. Um, they were both just on all kinds of fucking drugs. Not just heroin, but all kinds of shit. Um, but they really started doing a lot of heroin together. Mm -hmm. Um, and the nauseating Nancy thing comes back, uh, with a little bit more clarity here. The reason that they, they dubbed her that wasn't just because she was crazy. It was because, uh, she had frequent, like, verbal abuse and, like, physical violence run-ins with just whoever. (laughs) Like, just the public. She'd be walking down to the corner store and she'd just, you know crack some dude's balls open with her knee and then just go on about her day. I made that up, but wow. I'm trying to paint a, a, a thing here, you know. Perhaps schizophrenia
1: will do that to you.
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, after, you know, we already said after the, the, the pistols broke up, uh, she and, and Vicious moved into the Hotel Chelsea. They stayed in room 100. Uh, and they, they registered as Mr. and Mrs. John Simon Ritchie, which, as we all know from the last episode, is, uh, whose real name, Chris? Mm, Sid's real name. That's right, it's Sid's real name. So, now we get into the, what we're known for. The stuff that's fun. Ah, yes indeed. (laughs) Crimes. So, on the morning of October 12th, 1978, um... Sid Vicious claimed to awake from a, uh, you know, a goddamn drug coma. um, And he found Nancy dead on the bathroom floor. Um, She just had one stab wound, um, and she appeared to have bled to death. The knife that was there um, had actually been bought by Sid Vicious on, uh, let's see, uh, 42nd Street and was identical to a 007 flip knife given to punk rock vocalist Stiv Baiters of the Dead Boys by Dee Dee Ramone. Hmm. According to uh, to Ramone's wife, uh, Vera King, Vicious bought the knife after seeing Baiters. So, Dee Dee bought Baiters the knife. Sid saw Baiters knife, said, neat knife, went right. and bought said knife. Gotcha. And then plunged it deep inside the uh, crap factory. No bueno. Mm-mm. Um, he was arrested and charged with murder, um, they said that, um, he, like, he fought that night and, like, gave all kinds of crazy different versions about what happened, um, like, at one second he'd be saying, I stabbed her, but I never meant to kill her, and then he'd be saying that he, he didn't remember, and then at another fucking point he, he said that, uh, they were having an argument and Nancy fell on the knife, um, You know, like, you know, like I fell and and hit my eye on the doorknob the other day. Huh, baby? Remember? (laughs) I'm sorry. So. (laughs) Never um,
1: do that again. (laughs) You know what's good for uh, you.
0: Watch my P's and Q's, I do. On on October 22nd, uh, 10 days after Nancy's death, um, Sid attempted suicide by slitting his wrist with a smashed light bulb because if you're going to do it, You might as well do it in the most convoluted, retarded way you possibly can.
1: Well, Um, he lost his knife, you know?
0: He he did lose his knife. You're right. You're right. I'm being insensitive, Chris. And I I apologize.
1: I mean, I imagine he could have went and bought another one in all that time, but, you know, heroin takes up a lot of your day, so...
0: Yeah, you know? and I mean... Plus, he's mourning, you know? I imagine um, he's either mourning or annoying, trying yeah. to hide the memories or uh, get rid of the memories. So, yeah. you know, um, that's probably. Yeah, you're right. It probably took a stuff. fair bit of heroin to do. Um, so he uh, he was put in uh, Bellevue Hospital um, where he tried to kill himself again by jumping from a window uh, while screaming, I want to be with my Nancy. Mm hmm. Which. Really, when you add the uh, the British drawl to that, um, it just doesn't have the same doesn't have the same oomph. Is oomph the word I'm looking for? Is oomph a word? Yeah, or is that an onomatopoeia. It's an onomatopoeia. Um, but is an onomatopoeia technically a word? Uh, yeah.
1: Well, because we make it a word.
0: I mean, but pow isn't a word. Yeah. It's a sound that something makes that we came up with a spelling for.
1: Well, that's why there's a word for what kind of word that
0: is. That's that's so onomatopoeia is a word, but not pow is what you're
1: saying. Onomatopoeia is a word that describes a word that
0: describes a sound. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you fucking college boys, I swear. Um, In any case. But, After yelling, I want to be with my Nancy. Well, doesn't Nancy Uh, also mean something else in... Nancy does mean, like, fairy boy, yeah. Okay. But I don't... I mean, he could have been... I mean, he very well could have meant that. No one asked him. His his ex that just died, her name was Nancy. So, I mean, I guess everyone had just assumed.
1: I've never been able to imitate that, that accent, but I've always, like, ever since I was just a...
0: A wee little Chris. If I could have chosen, wee little Chris. (laughs) I heard the wheels turning, and I heard that big one crack right in half. (laughs) I
1: I, I usually say knee high to a duck, but I I decided to.
0: Wow, that's tiny, man! Ducks' knees are really low to the ground. (laughs) They are.
1: (laughs) They are. And yes, ducks do have (laughs) knees. Um but
0: everything no, has knees, Chris. That's not, not necessarily true. But um no oh, I, shit, I uh, don't have knees, do they? <laughs> My mind has been effectively blown. <laughs> oh
1: showcase it when when we're done here. I was just gonna say, uh, though that you know, I as far as I've always been concerned if I could have ever chosen my accent, it would have either been British or Jamaican because I think those are the two most awesome accents ever.
0: Fuck that noise, man. Russian or German. Really? Yeah, man. Like okay. you can sound you can sound like tender and loving while sounding like you're about to like butcher a whole fucking slew of cows.
1: Well, see, if you and I can be friends, then a Russian or German guy could be friends with a British or Jamaican guy. I think that's entirely possible. I, mean, I guess they could in the world we live in. Holy shit! Today. Penguins got knees. Penguins
0: <laughs> do have knees, huh? Penguin penguins have knees. So that's say a awesome. penguin X-ray. <laughs> that's awesome. See, I told you. Fucking everything's got knees. Rocks, trees, cars—everything's got knees. <laughs> All
1: right. So.
0: They, they pulled his Nancy-loving ass back into the hospital. Um, and then in a uh, November 78 interview, um, Sid said that Nancy's death was, was meant to happen. And uh, Nancy always said she'd die before she was 21. Like, people say that all the time. No one's like, no, I really, I'm serious. I'm going to be dead before I'm 21. Like, no, guys, guys, I, I'm I'm serious.
1: That's wacky.
0: No, no, no. I mean it. Wow. Well, i die before I'm torn. No, no, you're not listening to me. They're going to have to invent a time machine
1: that goes back in time before you're dead for that to happen, sir. So, I'm sorry. The math doesn't I add I was up. talking
0: about, no, Chris, I was doing a character.
1: I'm taking it. We're John Lennon's. <laughs>
0: And scene. Um, <laughs> so um, near the end of that very same interview, um, I don't know why anyone would ask him this in a fucking hospital after trying to commit suicide after he may have uh, brutally murdered. I mean, I guess not brutally, but I mean violently murdered his the love of his life on heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, the interviewer asked if uh, Sid was having fun. <clears throat> that was a, wait. What um, really? In reply, um, how fucking oh, insensitive! The interview the interviewer asked if he was having fun. In reply, he asked the interviewer if he was kidding, adding that he would like to be under the ground. At Bellevue, he was visited by his lawyer who uh <clears throat> is some guy that we won't probably ever hear about again uh James Murberg uh uh-huh. Murberg 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 <laughs> Say it with me Chris <laughs> Murberg 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 Um and this dude I mean he just did everything he could to keep Sid out of jail I mean but for fuck's sake man he uh he uh he murdered a chick you know
1: Yeah well, I mean, Mr. Merberger definitely has his uh, work cut out for him. Especially when he's such an asshole and <clears throat> half-coherent when he's not being an asshole and he's, you know, in a heroin fucking pit.
0: Hey, Chris? Yeah. Chris? Yeah. Murberg. Merberger. Nah. So, um, spongin', uh, Miss Nancy... If you're nasty, um, <laughs> you know I am. Was uh, she was buried in her hometown of Philadelphia, um, and uh, apparently, Miss Nancy, if you're nasty, was a Jew Really? Yeah that was that wasn't me being surprised or anything. I was just. Um, no, that's right. Yeah, you, you mentioned so, that I... last last episode. That's right. You did mention it. Did I? Yeah. You remember it better than I do. Um, so she was a Jew and she had uh, her Hebrew name inscribed on her gravestone I did mention that last time because I said said that he wanted to be buried next to her and you know I just I gave away the whole thing there Mm -hmm. you know
1: that's because you're a bad
0: monkey so her I mean I can't read uh, Hebrew uh, so thank God I have the uh, the English well it's not the English translation here actually it is you can't before, be held accountable regardless. It's not your personal so, translation. Uh, her name was uh, Chaya Leah, so okay. C-H-A-Y-A-Dash-L-E-A-H, cool. uh, which means daughter of Ephraim Aaron, E-P-H-R-A-Y-I-M-Dash-A-H-A-R-O-N. Interesting. So that's uh, that's the inscription on uh, Nancy Spungen's Spungen Spungen's um, Spungenburgers. You know, Chris, we <laughs> promised in um, we promised in the um, in the Moskvin episode that we would never make fun of the victims.
1: No, but we're not. We're not. We're not making fun of the fact that she is a victim or how she died or anything like that. We're making light of her name, and that's it. So that's acceptable.
0: Wow, man. See, this is why I keep you around. It's for reassurance wow. and just, just you know, Amongst you, you, help, you help me love myself just a little more every time we talk, Chris. Right?
1: Believe it or not, I have been called the voice of reason in some of the circles that uh, I run with.
0: Okay, I literally... Like this is Jason speaking uh, with all sincerity. I literally do not fucking believe that.
1: <laughs> and we'll have to have him on as a guest one time.
0: My old boy Danny. One one day we're gonna have to fucking post our in, our instant messenger thread, um, <laughs> so people can see this quote-unquote voice of reason in action. Yeah, <laughs> let's do so, that. So this is where so love we get. This is where we get into the uh, the conspiracy portion of our show. Yeah, which, I've, I've like been to this. Yeah, and you All know what right, I'm going to do? Hold on. I, I'm uh, wait. We're gonna. I'm going to say okay, and then we're going to wait three seconds. Okay, you ready? Mm. Okay. All right. So right there. Is uh, it's going to be the the law and order coming back from commercial sound?
1: <laughs> That's right. So, um... do we have to do another three s- second gap so you can cut out that explanation <laughs> of the sound they just heard? <laughs> okay, okay, you ready?
0: On okay. <laughs> okay, and okay. There are several theories <laughs> that Spungen was murdered by someone other than vicious. Um, such as one of the two drug dealers who visited the apartment that night, uh-huh. um, and that a possible robbery was involved, because um, uh-huh. certain things were fucking they came up missing. Of course, yeah. I never understood the phrase "came up missing" because if it came up, then it's not fucking missing.
1: Mm, yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's a pretty. I'm not
0: angry at you, Chris. I'm angry. At the English language.
1: Yeah, no, that's a bass, awkward phrase, and I catch those all the time, and they piss me off too. I promise you, we'll we'll wind up coming across more of them, or you'll catch me on a rant one of these times, and I'll explain to the world. uh, They'll get to see that part. But no, continue. Uh, Yeah, I understand completely.
0: um, You know, some things uh, we're missing, uh, including a substantial bankroll, which leads me to believe. Uh, they didn't use banks because banks are what, Chris? They are corporate America, man. They really are. They're just sheep, man, and like they're like taking your money, man, and they're 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 funding their war machines, man. And I'm just I'm a terrible punk. I have lost all faith in all revolution. you you have, you have. I, I have. You've grown lazy over the years. I've completely reserved myself to listening to punk music and just doing what doing whatever the fuck I was supposed to do if I hadn't.
1: Well, like we said in one of the previous episodes, it, it's actually pretty exhausting. It takes a lot of energy to be actively anti-anything.
0: You know? Absolutely, it or, does. Or it does. <laughs> it takes so much goddamn work.
1: Or, you know, or just be angry, or hate, or frown, or, or any of that shit that is that is of a negative energy sort of. Uh, you know, come from a negative place. It, it's it's exhausting, and it's not cool for your body. Right. So well, you know
0: what? It, every. I mean, this doesn't make it any better at all. I mean, and this is just complete and utter apathy on my part. Mm-hmm. But. Terrible shit's gonna happen anyway, man. Like, just be happy with yourself. Like, just try to carve out your niche and, like, don't be a dick. That's the key. And let let the fucking, you know, cocksuckers at the top suck all the cock they want. Yeah, because, you know, know, they're gonna do it anyway. Exactly. And if you can walk around with a smile on your face knowing that you have done what you can to make the world a better place non-violently, then fucking smile, you son of a bitch. You fucking won, you know?
1: I mean, if, if you're going to go and be like uh, a non-super vigilante hero, you can do it violently, too. I mean, that's fine. Just try not to kill anybody. Or you eat know, any clitorises, like... like we said in the Halloween episode. try okay. Always try not to eat any <sighs> clitorises.
0: Please... Unless they are not being visited by Aunt Flo, then, okay, apparently fucking, you know, then games on, man. All bets are off. Yeah, um, but uh, no. Getting back to Sid, though, I, I really think
1: that you know the the robbery um, idea is pretty feasible. I mean, you got two drug dealers that, that. How is that
0: not the most feasible? Uh, I mean, obviously. Yeah, you know, Sids Sids passed out in in a fucking heroin coma, and so's Nancy, and fucking these drug dealers are there, or uh, one or the other. It it didn't say. If, I mean, it just said that two drug dealers had been there that night. That could fucking mean anything, right? Um, so they're you know one of them sitting there. They see this big fat fucking bankroll. They're mm-hmm. like, well, I'll take this. Fucking stab her, and then um, they'll think he did it. Yep, that's pretty easy to pull off. But of course, at the same time, fucking Sid and Nancy had such a fucking terrible, just toxic, vicious relationship, and I I, vicious just came out. I fucking it's they had a a really bad fucking time together. I took that word uh, though. I've always
1: enjoyed that word.
0: It's it's completely completely feasible that they had a big fight, and he fucking stabbed her. You know, yeah, yeah, it is. But, at the same time, if they, if you know, if they were having this big, passionate fucking fight, and he stabbed her in the gut, you would think that, you know, it usually crimes of fucking passion, like, that, it's not going to be one stab wound, it's going to be fucking thirty-five,
1: uh, usually, all it's going to be in a place that's, like, automatically dead, sort of. So like, in the fucking neck, Yeah,
0: because she just... Yeah, she caught it in, in, in the tum-tum and bled the fuck out. Right. So, and, I mean, you know, like, but even if it's somewhere else, you're still... Like, the only time that it's not going to be multiple, multiple, multiple fucking stab wounds, if it's a crime of passion like that, is if it was fucking premeditated, and you're trying to make it look like someone else did it. But I I certainly don't think that he had the wherewithal to do that, first of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you know... like I, like I just said, he'd have thrown that fucking first stab in there and, been, and that stab would have said in his head, shut the fuck up, Nancy. And then he'd have thrown the second one in and it'd been like, you always leave fucking dirty dishes on the couch, Nancy. And then he would have fucking thrown the, the third one in and he'd like, you never change the goddamn toilet roll paper, fucking the toilet paper roll, Nancy. And then the third one goes in he's like, you never share your heroin, Nancy. And, you know, yeah. like that's how it builds. And that's how you end up with someone stabbed 130 times.
1: 130
0: that's work man that right well, there yeah. is exhausting but ah. that's 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 blackout violence you know yeah <sighs> anyway um so uh, this to. dude this dude uh i mean she was only stabbed once Damn i was just bitch. saying bitch yeah um but uh this dude uh phil strongman um wrote a book called pretty vacant a history of punk um, in which he accuses actor and stand-up comedian Rockets Red Glare of killing Nancy.
1: Now uh, he speculates Glare, or he accuses him in a book.
0: He he flat out fucking accuses him. <laughs> wow, that's bold. <laughs> uh, Red Red Glaive, uh, Red Glare had uh, delivered forty capsule uh, forty capsules of hydromorph hydromorphonito hyd- hydromorphonido, which i um okay have never fucking heard of before um but plan to look into mm-hmm. uh he he delivered forty capsules of that shit to to their room uh the night she died um uh, i wonder if it's like a then, um like a generic methadone i doubt it like that sounds serious dude hydromorph I mean, hydromorphineto
1: and just Say both to me, you know, like like, like hydrocodone is generic Vicodin, and,
0: and fucking morphine,
1: and morphine, right? So like a Tylenol and three is acetaminophen and fucking so, uh, codeine. So like Neto, I have no idea.
0: I'm not a fucking doctor. Okay, so so throughout his life, no, I'm a pharmacist. Wait, you're not? No, no, I'm just a. Um, what was an that an flu observer. shot the other week? <laughs> uh, that Ooh, was my cuties. So Mm. I knew it, man. They I've been c- feeling just like I'm walking down the street and, like, you know, all, all the, the cute chicks that would usually be like, hey, are just like, ugh. You know? No,
1: no, no, no. I'm like, but, this
0: must feel what Chris looks like.
1: No, apparently you just smell funny because my cooties generally, like, you'll hear my call pretty soon. If you're not sick, they they will turn you into my zombie. Not really zombie so much. Like, you're not going to be living dead or anything, but basically, like, my my mental um,
0: assistant... Capacity? In a way. ...is low.
1: Kind like of so, like a rule. Uh,
0: throughout his life, uh, Red Glare steadfastly denied um, any involvement in Nancy's murder. Mm-hmm. Um, he had stated that the other dealer, um, who people knew as, quote-unquote, michael because that's just like a quote unquote alias you know what i mean <laughs> right Pe- people had known him as michael not like michael. uh tootsie or some shit you know um <laughs> ja had been there yeah indeed um so michael had been there that evening too and uh and he left before him uh, uh I'm guessing Red Glare left before Michael to go get more heroin and was going to be back um, after he left the building. Um, uh-huh. He believed that... Oh, no, okay, so Michael had left before Red Glare and then went back, that was so Redglare thinks, after Redglare left. Um, uh-huh. He says that uh, he believed that Michael returned, uh, found Vicious Out Cold, and attempted to steal the remaining drugs, and I'm guessing uh, the cash as well. But I'm guessing they had, like, a bunch of fucking drugs, too, that you could sell again. You know, shit, that's, that's just as good as cash. Um, so, him trying to do this, uh, Reglaire speculates, um, and this is speculation, um, is that the dude Michael, like, was trying to steal his shit, and then Nancy fucking caught him trying to do it. Mm-hmm. They got into an altercation, and Michael, quote-unquote Michael... Stabbed Nancy, and the pooter tutor.
1: Yeah, that—that's what I'm picturing about that that whole scenario. Because if they're both supposed to be passed out on you know fucking heroin binge, then there's no reason to stab anybody. <clears throat> but at the same time, well, yeah, I mean, you know, like they were
0: both passed out.
1: Well, they're both doing heroin at the same time. You know, they're both doing heroin together. They're both.
0: Have, have you never? Have you never done drugs with somebody that, like, knocked out way before you were gonna? Because well, oh yeah, just that's lightweights.
1: That's true, but at the same time, like, how as a person who's planning to come in and rob you is how, why would they plan for that? You know what I mean? They wouldn't show yeah. up if they if they assumed one of you was going to be awake and the other one wasn't, or one of you was going to be. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Well, so, he was he was betting that. Sid was going to be knocked out, and he knew he could take Nancy ah you know? uh, yeah maybe 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 that's that could that's a possibility I uh,
1: didn't even think about that I, I mean you know I, I maybe I just give some awful people a little more benefit of the doubt than they deserve you know sometimes yeah, I, hear, I, I, you, just, I, you. I just don't personally think that way, so that wouldn't have been my idea As per- you know.
0: okay and anyway. at the end of uh the first episode um we, you know, went through Sid Vicious's death. He, um, uh, he had gone to, um, you know, forced rehab for a while, got out. Um, Jerry Only uh, and um, what's his name, uh, Howie Pyro, mm-hmm. you know, we're at a big party at his house, that's a good and name. Uh, you know, uh, fucking Sid was clean for the first time in forever, and he was looking forward to to new and exciting things happening. Uh, some of those baby. new and exciting things happening were. Uh, that his heroin dealer was coming by with a lot of heroin. So he overdosed. Everybody at the party uh, picked Sid up and was walking him around, brought him, you know, back around and shit, but instead of going with him to the hospital, they, you know, left after the party was done. And the next morning, uh, Sid's mom found him dead in the, uh, where were they? Uh, They were... That's me speed reading. Um, You know what? Not only do I not care, I just don't care very much. Some fucking hotel or some shit, right? Probably. So, according to to, um, uh, Eileen Polk, uh, Vicious had stated during his life that he wanted to be buried with Nancy, um, but Nancy, who was Jewish, uh, was buried in a Jewish cemetery in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Um, Sid's mom, uh, Ann Beverly traveled to Nancy's family home in Philly and asked her mom if, uh, if it'd be cool if she scattered uh, Sid's uh, cremains, which are cremated remains, yeah. um, over, over Nancy's grave. Um, That's a made-up word. Nancy's mom said, uh, I'd rather you go fuck yourself, basically. Um, <sighs> so uh, Eileen said that Jerry only drove uh, Sid's mom and her sister... Uh, and two of Vicious's friends to the cemetery where Nancy was buried, um, and Sid's mom scattered the ashes anyway. Um, Howie Pyro again, who also went along, um, said in a 2009 documentary that he felt that um, he he felt that Nancy had killed herself, and Vicious was innocent. Um, wow! And this is a quote from him. Uh, to me, she just did it herself because that's what people like that do. Like teenagers who cut themselves. Um, he said that he thought uh, Nancy was desperate for attention and stabbed herself, thinking Sid would come to her rescue, but he was too fucked up to do so.
1: That could, you know? that, that, that could be. Stranger things have happened.
0: Very, 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 very true. So, uh, this is... The last little section of this before we start our, our period of wild speculation here. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly after Sid's death, his mom um, claimed that Sid and Nancy made a suicide pact and that Sid's death wasn't accidental. Uh, Beverly claimed that after Sid was cremated, she found a handwritten note in the pocket of his leather jacket, which read We had a death pact. And I have to keep my half of the bargain. Please bury, please bury me next to my baby. Bury me in my leather jacket, jeans, and motorcycle boots. Goodbye. Huh. In the pilot episode of the documentary series Final Twenty Four, um, New York City Police Department Police Sergeant Richard Hausman revealed that shortly after overdosing, uh, Sid wanted another dose of heroin. Which, yeah, I mean that's, that's just not surprising. That's just heroin addict stuff, right there, you know. Um, And uh, that that and Sid's mom went into the bedroom. Um, I don't know why that cuts off like that, but it does. Um, In 96, uh, Sid's mom confessed to a journalist named Alan G. Parker that she had purposely administered a fatal dose of heroin to Sid because she knew that he was afraid of going back to prison and had doubts about how good his lawyers were. Even though the lawyers were certain that they could clear his name... um, and then in an interview some time after that, um, it was revealed that the show's production team lied to, um, to Beverly to obtain... Oh, lied to Parker to obtain his confession. Uh, Parker later directed his own film, Who Killed Nancy, to set the record straight. Wow.
1: So his mom so, came out and confessed to giving him a fatal dose. Yeah, his, his,
0: fucking Sid Vicious's mom in 96 came out and said, I fucking administered a fatal dose of heroin to my son because he could not have taken prison, and his lawyers were a bunch of fucking clowns. And um, that's it. Sure. That's fucking it. But wow. can you believe Beverly after she says, you know oh, we found uh, this note in his leather jacket saying that he killed himself because, uh, you know, he had to finish the pact and blah, blah, blah.
1: Right, and then what happened to her after confessing this? Like, did she face any charges or anything?
0: I, I certainly didn't see any, um, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's highly unlikely. Wow. Because, um, I mean, other than, her, you know, this crazy old, I'm supposing, grief-stricken woman... Uh, no one could know for sure like uh there's no proof there's no evidence uh there's nothing hmm. so yeah <clears throat> um so Chris, I mean you know that is that's that's the Romeo and Juliet of our um well it's not really our age, but you know it's close enough yeah. so uh what do you think of uh of my my little retelling of the saga of Sid and the noteworthy Nancy
1: well I certainly learned some stuff that's for sure I liked it. it it's um you know I'm always down to learn cool things about music history and um you know art history in general things of that nature like uh you know it, it, and this, this story also kind of went to show me that you know yet again artists uh we got problems you know
0: yeah we're not oh. yeah well our our brains aren't wired the same way, and this that's not a, a boast by any means uh-uh. it's actually it's it's actually at at times pretty frightening um and it's not like what I would do for my art it's what art makes me do yeah yeah it's uh because you, you, you know i I think that that most artists are uh for real empaths. That we feel more than most, mm-hmm. and that's why we can create um, is because we need to rebound those feelings out of us and, and make something out of it. Because if we just sit there with all the world's fucking problems and, and worries and woes inside us, I mean that's a, that's fucking a goddamn tumor waiting to happen,
1: you know? Yeah, we start to get angry like me. I, I've had this fucking artist block for the last, like, fucking more than ten years, and it's driving me insane. I used to draw you know, and all kinds of projects. I want you to be happy.
0: I, want, I need you to be happy, because you might not draw anymore, um, but what is this show other than a performance piece?
1: E- exactly. Why, why do you think I, I was so down to do it? Like, I need some way to, to create, and it gives me another outlet to talk to to talk about things that I already enjoy talking about with somebody who fucking gets me man
0: wait so so when we first started and you were just like man I just really need a friend and I I, I, I you're the German to my Jamaican I need other people to know that I have a a a friend (laughs) and then you were like fire bad aliens exist that's right. <laughs> so, um, I mean, well, let's uh, let's spend you know the next uh, couple closing minutes um, on talking about uh, like what I know you kind of already said that the robbery seems like the most likely scenario. So, if that is in fact your most likely, what would be the second most likely um, of the the killing the the murder of Nancy Spungen?
1: <clears throat> I, I mean. It seems like a one or, a, or like a side A or a side B sort of thing. It's either, it's either her and, and Sid got into a fight, and I can't, I can't imagine that he would have done such a thing on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, it takes, you see it, like, like I said in another episode, you see it a lot on TV, but it, it, it really is fairly rare in the grand scheme of things you know what I mean it takes true a lot of I don't know what to really really do something like that to someone especially that's up close person and personal with a knife on purpose to stab somebody in the gut and then let them fucking bleed out and and see my well, that, ad- yeah, go ahead
0: mm-hmm. well that's why I think that if it if it was in fact Sid that uh, did the penetration um, par- you know, pardon the parlance um mm-hmm. that it he had to have just like f- fucking barely woken up from his goddamn you know heroin nap and uh fucking something was happening nancy was flipping out over something and maybe he took out the knife to defend himself and she fucking like ran into it going to and I, and that's i mean fuck man that that's entirely feasible after watching also so te- much dexter it's also textbook victim blaming. I, it, I, mean, I mean, but it, it could be.
1: Like, there, any number of things could have happened for that to have been an innocent... Now, it's not a whole lot of number of things, but still. After watching so much Dexter, man, I've I realized now that forensics really can figure out a lot of shit. Like a lot, a lot of shit, and there the the forensics at, at at that time obviously wasn't nearly as far along or right. as, you know. Uh, I was just thinking advanced. if if, the,
0: if that were to happen today, we would know within a week who fucking did it. And oh you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I guarantee with no it.
0: fucking problem.
1: I guarantee, it. That's even entirely if entirely
0: too high profile. Right, like even if Sid were to come out and say. You know i did it and this is how i did it uh-huh. he's a fucking junkie man well the
1: timing really? is weird the timing is weird let's say sid did it okay let's say they're both in the hotel room doing a butt ton of heroin and fucking and fighting and you know uh puking and whatever the fuck else they're doing drinking all so whatever a good time yeah. yeah yeah so um you know, so so they're they're, they're passing out in their heroin comas off and on and when each one of them wakes up, they go and do a little something and then they come back and they sit for a few minutes, smoke a cigarette, whatever, whatever, and probably wind up shooting again and passing out when the other one's waking up. You know what I mean? So the timing right there, obviously, I mean, I keep saying obviously, I don't mean to say that. The timing right there is weird for me. So let's say that she wakes up from her heroin coma goes and uses the bathroom or whatever comes out or what uh, and he's waking up and they get into an argument something happens then what does he sit back down and shoot up again because for whatever reason whether he feels bad or he doesn't feel bad winds up falling into another heroin that's, coma
0: forgetting what all you about it junkie we do as far as as far as i fucking know yeah like okay
1: i gotta do something with this body let me shoot up one more time and then i'll figure it out or i feel exactly. really bad
0: clear my head
1: yeah <laughs> so that could have been what happened or very true but but i but mean so you're, Hark- sa-
0: you're saying that it's more like uh like they were on a uh like a couple's like uh day shift night shift kind of uh kind of schedule as far as that night's drug use goes and we're just like kind of passing by passing by and then she got up to go do something she's a little more awake she sees something that pisses her off she's coming back he's kind of just groggily fucking opening his eyes wiping the fucking little eye boogers out Mm -hmm. and she gets on his case about something he's still half asleep he's still a hundred percent fucking doped up and has had enough of it has the knife nearby and gets a good thrust in fucking sees what he's done um starts freaking out does some more heroin out he goes Uh,
1: yeah that's entirely possible or it could be one of those everything up into the point of him grabbing the knife because he's angry it could be her grabbing the knife and threatening and then him like that whole like oh you wanna stab me? You wanna stab me here. Let me give me that knife, I'll stab myself. And then he takes the knife and then they have the or he goes to take the knife and they have this whole scuffle and then he falls backwards and their hands are you know what I mean it's that they both have right. such a grip that she falls on the knife.
0: Okay, well
1: that the mean, forensics could figure all of this it, out nowadays. This is easy. This should be easy. <laughs> but. See,
0: but you know what's what's kinda great? Not I mean nothing's great about this story, but the the way that we're left with the story mm-hmm. is that it it literally like it and I'm using literally in a very literal sense right now <laughs> proves the infinite universe theory. Because yeah. any combination of actions could have led to any combinations of murderer murdering Nancy that night with that fucking knife. And the fact that we will never, ever, 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 ever know because there's no way to know means that every single one of them has to be true.
1: Fucking Schrodinger over here. That's right. You and your car.
0: You know Schrodinger um he he laughed at people who thought that that was an actual experiment that they should do because it was just this silly little thought experiment and he's like wait you really fucking put a cat in a box with a fucking radium I, are you are you special <laughs> like that was that was his reaction to hearing that people were using his silly little thought fucking problem as like hard fucking physics yeah what and, uh, the shit is whatever. that going to prove it's gonna prove that we have a fucking goddamn radiation poison cat is what uh, I guess you got a dead cat uh, essentially yeah, I mean maybe in maybe in 15 years from feline leukemia he exists in both um, states at once dude I got I gotta I gotta got got do <laughs> I gotta do one more one more birthday shout out real quick if that's okay oh yeah why not my baby boy my wonderful companion over the past many years, my, after I got in my terrible, terrible, terrible accident and I was stuck in a wheelchair, I needed a friend so bad because all my friends were dicks and they, oh, know, we can't be seen with you. You're crippled. You know, yeah. like it's like, what the fuck, man? So, um, 16 years ago tomorrow, which is Halloween. Uh, I, Rescued or adopted, or however the fuck you want to say it, uh, my awesome, awesome half lab, half pit Sabbath from uh, the ASPCA. Nice. He will be fucking 16 human years old tomorrow. Wow. He's like 170 something dog years, and he's still the biggest fucking dickhead. God. That's why he's still alive. I love him to fucking death, man. He's he's the best. He's the best. He's the best. He's the best. My cat's uh, 14. She dude. has
1: absolutely no, uh, no fucking, like, no signs of ever going anywhere. She is going to stick around forever because she's black and evil.
0: And I love her, so. <laughs> like, that, that's, that's also, like, with Sabbath is he still acts like fucking young puppy, rambunctious, you know, yep. uh, play fights with his sister, Darcy, who's... 10 years younger than he is and fucking all this shit like he's he's crazy like the only way you can tell that he's an old dog at all is that he's fucking losing his teeth mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's quite literally it so yeah i just i had to i had to you know i had to say that out here even though sabbath obviously doesn't understand english mm-hmm. unless he hears every word that comes out of my mouth as you fucking prick, you fucking prick, you fucking prick. Because that's how he looks at me. It's like I've just called him a fucking prick 20 times. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I, I did want to to throw in my, uh, I mean, my theory about maybe what happened to Nancy. As, yeah, you know, yeah. elaborating on the, you know, the, the infinite chaos theory here mm-hmm. that we got going. Mm-hmm. Which is that, uh, well, you brain. know, they had a whole... They had a whole night uh, planned, you know, of, of heavy drug use and and just dirty, 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 nasty, disgusting, like actually dirty, not like not like ooh dirty, but hmm. like ugh, dirty golden things showers things planned for the evening. Yeah, oh, it's bad. It, what's in my head is bad. <laughs> <laughs> so they hired a circus knife thrower. Hmm? Ah. Hmm? And he had one of those like those big wheels and everything, uh-huh. and he had Nancy strapped to it, and uh, and he had a little oopsie. He had he had just the tiniest little oopsie, but you know what? When the oopsie happened, Sid was knocked out cold, man. So he was okay. like, "Well, fucking Sid wanted me to use his goddamn knife. I don't know why, but I'm firing out of here." Ooh, look at all those drugs and money. Hmm, I think I'll. Change my name to El Chapo. I like it. El Chapo. Hmm. Is El Chapo dead in real life? I don't want to be like making fun of him and. No, Ev. no, I don't. I don't. Is El Chapo is. a real person in real life? Oh yes. You sure that's not the guy from uh, Three Musketeers? Oh no, I mean, Three Amigos. <laughs> El Chapo's there. Oh no, that was El Guapo. Ah, El Guapo. Yes, Guapo. How I love something. your. Plethora of words. Thank you. Including plethora.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's a veritable cornucopia. One could say.
0: You know what? I'm I'm almost gonna guarantee that more than one could say that. (laughs) Like watch, 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 watch. A veritable cornucopia. There it is. That's two. You know, one of my favorite things in the world to do is, Chris. What's that? (laughs) prove you wrong
1: chicken tits and french fry bits i'm glad you like that because i have no uh, no problems admitting when i'm wrong
0: um well thank you chris um i'm waiting for your um you know admittal of your wrongitude for what
1: well how was i wrong
0: you said one could say the phrase that we both just said.
1: Oh, well, yeah, no, I mean, well done. Apparently I was right. One Um, could say that.
0: But two
1: did say that. I I just didn't mention that two could also say that. More than one could say that, but that generally means that one could also say that. So... Have I... I'll share it with you. you We're both
0: right. Have I... have I told you that my middle name is semantics? No, 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 no. But I believe that mm. now.
1: Your mom well, had a fun sense name of is humor. Gullibility. <laughs> didn't that listen, Chris wasn't that the guy that the little the little mini people uh, uh the, the, the 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 strapped down to the island and stuff and it was
0: like No She didn't a in his face. That's, that's the Keebler Elves what yeah the the cookie guys with the ropes yeah that's them
1: gullibles travels and then he met up with the keyboard elves on that island
0: Mm mhm yeah ah you don't remember the hats I remember the hats ah oh the hats they had so they were feeding him grandkids about those hats toll house crackers
1: and fudge wafer cookies to keep him alive while they shot him in the balls with Catapults, little miniature catapults.
0: Are those, are those Keebler uh, products? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, I, I don't know about you the know? fudge wafers. I'm picturing the little fudge sandwich cookies, but I think oh, that might like be. the
0: square ones, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They make square. Yeah.
0: Ones. You know what? I, I really like that their their little round white cookie with the the chocolate wavy drizzle. On I was top just about to say the fudge chocolate. rounds. Yeah, and with but 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 it goes from treat to delicacy when you buy the ones with a coconut on top
1: <clears throat>
0: treat to delicacy
1: that for you it goes from treat to garbage
0: wow man really i love the flavor you know of coconut but i don't i don't eat it uh, you don't eat the flavor of coconut. i love the flavor i i will eat the flavor but i will
1: not eat actual coconut. I can't
0: do it. So you would do, like, a co- coconut cream pie with just, you know, coconut flavoring. Sure. But yeah. you wouldn't do, I'll do coconut colada. cream pie with those, those succulent little fucking shreds of goddamn pulp that just, they're so good with every bite. They're like, it's
1: like, I don't know, it's almost like the same texture of an onion, but like... Dried out. An onion? Yeah, it's like that no, weird. No, 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 it no, no, makes no. that same crunching no. weird sound in my head, no. and I don't like it. No,
0: you're wrong. It's the same texture of pencil shavings. It's harder than. Yeah, it's like. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But but it's still. It's like. like that...
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's like. Yeah, it's like. It's like moist pencil shavings. <sighs> I know. can't fuck with it. So, Chris, um. There was. Fuck dude. See, I went to the doctor today. Um and I mean I I didn't I wanted to tell you this off air first, uh and then bring it on air, but I figured now's a good now's as good a time as any. You oh my know, god, are um, you, I Are you about to say what I we're think? We're all you're friends say. here. Look dude, I was I was jacking off in the shower the other day and I felt a lump. That's I felt totally a lump I, I felt a lump in my you just listened to another episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No UFO of Conspiracies and Murders
1: And not pregnant Jason. I thought you were gonna tell me you're pregnant.
0: No, man. I was I was gonna be excited I, for you and Dude, I I start chemo next week, Chris.
1: Well, that is not a joyous occasion, sir.
0: No, and it's not funny either. Why the fuck am I joking about it? I'll God make sure
1: man. you have what the all the, fuck the weed. Is wrong you with need?
0: me? I just offended myself. Is that? <laughs> Ugh! Uh, I've been Jason Rambo. Yes, you have, and I've been Chris
1: Barrios um, yet again. You know.
0: The same every time. Even though we don't tell you our names, those are still our goddamn names. And
1: they're going to be, yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes mine might be different. I could be, I don't know, I could be your buddy. Chi-chi? I can that's be right. Chi-Chi, that's right. That's
0: right. Chris is short for Chi-Chi. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to, uh, hey, how did you guys like my first tupata? mysticata tupata (laughs) welcome back what do you think Chris was it okay was it worth it
1: (laughs) yeah it was good I I actually you know as a I don't know I'm I'm starting to lean more towards perhaps an alien abduction uh, and they had to extract um, the fetus and then they just left her because she's a heroin junkie. Anyway, they're like, ah, fuck
0: it. Holy shit, how crazy would it be if, like, in, in ten years, like, an alien ship comes down and fucking Sid and Nancy's kid fucking walks out of it. That'd and be he's like, awful. what's up, Earth? I'm home! And, like, he's just he just fucking rocks the base so goddamn hard.
1: That'd be pretty awesome, because he's already been to the future, so he knows exactly what direction punk needs to take now to stay in the, you know, in focus and, you know, continue their movement towards, you know, saying fuck everything and everyone.
0: You hear that, producers of Time Cop? We (laughs) have
1: ideas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ideas for days. For days. Yes. Ideas. Come see me, especially when I'm on the toilet. I get (laughs) just a...
0: (laughs) (laughs) We, we've got ideas for Time Cop, we've got ideas for Stop or My Mom Will Shoot 2, uh-huh. we've got ideas for Kindergarten Cop 4, we've got ideas for uh, sh- Oh Short Circuit 7. Throw Holy Mama what? from the
1: Train 2.
0: Which is, is part of Short Circuit 7. See, so you, you take Short Circuit 7, and you get Throw Mama from the Train 2, and you mix it in with the Babysitter's Club, and oh, you Jesus. get... Magic.
1: Throw babysitters from the wait, what's what was the first movie you said? Short
0: circuit oh. babysitters from the train. Throw robot babysitters from the train. But robot isn't in short circuit. Short circuit is a fucking robot. Johnny Five is a right. robot, yes. Yeah. He's but an AI no, though, right? It's like not in the title. A- so let's let's go with wait, 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 wait. Short Babysitters uh throw Circuits, club, the train. Hmm. Okay, Mm. okay. We're not saying that it doesn't need work. We're saying... What's going to be a zombie flick Because Mama's dead. Yeah, and so is uh, Johnny Five, and so are the babysitters. Johnny Five is no longer alive. We're going to have to get Steve Gutenberg, Mahoney! We're going to have to... We're going to have to get... (laughs) Johnny Five alive for at least three minutes to do the Three Stooges thing again.
1: How did we wind up coming back around to another fucking police academy reference?
0: That's just spooky how we do that sometimes. Every fucking eighties movie ever.
1: (laughs) It's just spooky. Yet we have not spoken about the other two. Like I don't think we've slandered any. No, that's not true. We've definitely slandered um, celebrities in this episode.
0: Uh, I, mm-hmm. I take that back. Oh, oh, and that—I mean—that is our promise to you—is that every time that you listen to this show, we will undoubtedly tell you that someone you think is awesome, who is famous, mm-hmm. is a prick with a tiny dick.
1: Yeah, yeah, usually. Or, 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 she's. A prick with a tiny with dick. With a gigantic dick. Oh, Or yeah, a gigantic dick. I mean, sometimes that's pretty sexy, actually.
0: Thanks for listening to See No, Hear No, Speak No. <laughs> we'll see you guys next free day. Free day, indeed. Friday. a day
1: Oh, my goodness. It must be late.
0: Squaw. Go to bed, Chris
1: later